This is the Anna Dare podcast. Hello there. Thank you so much for listening, downloading the Anna Dare podcast here on the Listener app. Now, some of the stuff you're going to hear during this episode is stuff that has already gone to air on the Triple M Gippsland breakfast show that I host on 94.3 and 97.9, but a lot of it is brand new stuff for your ears only. So I hope you're going to hang about and listen through to the end because I've got a bit of fun stuff to talk about, including TV time. Yes, I am obsessed with television, so I've got some new shows to tell you about that I've been enjoying uh, over the last week. Uh, And this really interesting story about methy fish. Yes, stand by for that one. Uh, Plus, of course, I'll catch up with Ranger Benny. Uh, He has got this really funny sound for you to hear. Is it an animal or is it a human? I'll let you decide. Uh, It's an animal. (laughs) All right. So first, I want to tell you about our local legend for this week. Now, every week we ask people to nominate local legends in their community, people that are just doing incredible voluntary work and, you know, spreading joy and love uh, throughout their local area. So this week... I spoke to a bloke, his name is BJ, and he is the uh, coach of a brand new junior football club team. So here it is. This is my chat with our local legend for this week. Triple M's local legends. Thanks to Greyhound Racing Victoria. Free venue hire for sporting and community groups. So, BJ, it is Anna calling from Triple M Gippsland. Now, I don't know if you know, mate, but you were nominated uh, by a lady called Trish. And she wants you to know that she thinks you are a Gippsland local legend. Did you know that? Oh, thank you very much. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Righto. Well, she, the reason she nominated you is because you are involved with coaching at the only recently uh, organised, by the sounds of it, it's only new, the Warrigal Girls Junior Football Club. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Amazing. So you're one of the coaches of the teams there? Yes, I am. The under 12. Oh, nice one. And how are they going? Um, yeah, developing well. Oh, good. I mean, it's been tough, obviously, because you haven't been able to train properly, have games, etc., because of lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, um, we've struggled with the numbers and stuff, but hopefully that'll change in the future, just sort of a spare-of-the-moment organisation, but yeah, no, we're coming along well. Great. So if anyone, any juniors wanted to come along and join in the training sessions, where do you train? Uh, just down at uh, Western Park, the, the second oval, the new oval down there. We train on Wednesday nights at about, um, well, we, we just held our last training session just on, I don't know, so I won't, won't uh, sort of have this till next year or then later this year. I suppose we might do it for pre-season, but, um, but yeah, we, we held our last training session on Wednesday night just on, for last night. Okay, so the, have you got maybe social media or a way for any parents or yeah. kids to reach out, yeah? There is a Facebook page, yes, yeah, just um, a local football um, Amazing. All right. Well, congratulations. You are this week's Gippsland local legend. Uh, and so we've got a $50 voucher for you, mate. Thank you very much. It's our pleasure. Uh, Keep up the good work. It's wonderful. We just love, you know, anyone that volunteers their time in the community, especially helping out kids, you know, and getting them out there and playing sports, et cetera. It's so important. So good on you, Brandon. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It is thanks to GRV, free venue hire for sporting and community groups. You can nominate your Gippsland local legend at triplem.com.au forward slash Gippsland. And now my chat with Ranger Benny. He works at a place called Gumbaya World 
and he looks after all the animals and builds the enclosures. He's got such a great job. He's a great bloke. And here's my chat with him that I had this week on the Triple M Gippsland Breakfast Show all about this <laughs> this animal that has just arrived at Gumbaya World that has a pretty unique gift. Take a listen. Good morning. How are you, mate? Morning, Anna. How are you doing? Really good. It's Friday. You know I'm always in a good mood on a Friday. <laughs> always, you know, always good. <laughs> Yay. Uh, now, tell me, you have um, a new animal, and I believe this animal has got quite the voice. It certainly has. It's about the right time, too, you know, with the voice coming out on <laughs> TV and all that. We might have a potential uh, candidate for that. But yeah. yeah there's some hidden talents amongst the bunch. And, this um, is great. Uh, a yeah. new contestant for The Voice AU. Let's <laughs> let's have a listen to this amazing voice. All right. <laughs> So good, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so tell us about the animal that is behind that voice. And yet, I can assure you it is an animal. I've, yeah. I've been showing my kids this video and they still don't believe that it's an animal, even though they can see the animal doing it. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Odin. So he's, he's, our, um, he's an Amazon parrot and he's obviously, um, he spent some time with his previous owner. So he's about eight years old. And the lady who, look, she could no longer look after him anymore. So she donated him to us. But she was an, an an avid singer around the house, and she taught him this beautiful song. And he's saying, "Sing me a song, Mr. Parrot." And oh, it's oh. so good. So yeah, he's he's. We've been training him up to um to sing on cue, and he's. It's not the only song he's got as well. He's really? got a whole repertoire in there, and he, you know, he he treats himself every time he does something good. He's like, "Oh, good boy, oh. good boy." <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to be a, a real crowd favorite when. You know, when we can finally get some guests back in this place. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really good fun, actually. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so when I first listened to it, I listened to it without any uh, video attached. Yeah. And I was listening thinking, no, that's that's not for real. That's a, <laughs> that's a person pretending to sing like a parrot. But no, then I watched the video and went, no, that it really is a bird. <laughs> He's an uh, absolute little cracker. That's for sure. So it's incredible. That, I'm sure. I'm, I'm gonna, I did send you that video through earlier in the week. I, I knew you'd love it. So it, it will um, pop up on our uh, on our socials at some point this week, no doubt. And, okay. Um, yeah. So if, if anyone out there wants to have a look at it, yeah, it's it's good for a laugh. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I have to urge people to go and look at the socials when you see the video of Odin, this beautiful green parrot. You will be blown away that it legit is a bird singing opera. It's incredible. And so uh, when you do finally get people back in, people can come and see Odin for real. Uh, It's so exciting, Benny. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. So he lives up the top with the golden pheasants at the moment, but we're we're building up this training show that we can, you know, fly some birds around and, you know, the cores will be cruising around in the area and we can... You know, maybe get a few kookaburras coming down and swooping on some mice and things like that. So, amazing. Yeah, really exciting for us. We're it, loving it. It sure is. Well, Ranger Benny, thank you for bringing us an opera singing parrot. <laughs> uh, always good to talk to you, mate. Never a dull moment around here, Anna. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this week on the show, we talked about uh, first jobs. We 
all remember our first job very clearly, I would imagine. Young teenagers getting out there and trying to earn some extra dosh. Uh, So this is my chat with a couple of my listeners about their memories of their first job. My first ever job was at Blockbuster Video, Mermaid Beach, right next door to the pool hall on the Gold Coast. It was the raddest job for a 14 and nine month old. (laughs) Uh, I ended up having that job for two years while I was in high school and it was such a good job. Free videos, free posters and right next door the pool hall. So all all these boys used to hang outside and I'd flirt and chat. It was great. Hey, uh, Hudson in Druin, tell me, mate, what was your first job? I worked at the pub washing dishes. Which pub? The dish, the dish pig. He's a uh, Warrigal, just Warrigal pub. Oh, wow. Dish pig. Yeah, right. How old, how old were you? Still at school? I was, yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you weren't allowed to go out to the pub. You could only stay in the no, kitchen, that's I suppose. Right, yeah. yeah. Wash, wash the plates, wash the dirty plates and pots. Yeah, good. That's a good, honest first job. It's hard work. Was the chef one of those chefs that just yells and screams? Yes, the chef definitely was one of them. Yeah, yeah. God, some chefs are horrible to dish pigs. They really are. And they, they were, just yeah. they throw the pots and just chuck them down in the sink in front of you? Yep. Take them down and uh, wash them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look, it's a tough gig, but it toughens you up, I reckon. It does, yeah. Yeah. Bloody oath it does, yeah. Hey, (laughs) thanks so much. You have a great weekend, Hudson. Cheers. Thanks, Anna. Then after talking to Hudson, Darren called through and told me about his first job. My first job was Bob Jane team up. used to ride home from work, from school, and stop and wash the toilets. Oh, wow. Oh, good on you. How many days a week did you have to do that? Uh, three days a week. Yeah, right. And did you go out searching for that gig yourself? I, I did, yes. I was 12 years old. Uh, yeah, see, my son did something similar. Uh, when he was, I think, maybe 10 or 11, he went off down to the corner store to get some hot chips and came back and goes, I've got to go, Mum, I've got a job. <laughs> I went, oh, righto. And then the, I rang the shop and they're like, yeah, it's fine, Anna. We, he can come down and sweep the floors or whatever. I was like, wow, good good on him. Uh, kids, do you reckon kids these days that do things like that? I don't know. I don't no, know. <laughs> not at all. No. Not at all. No, no. They, get, they get money handed to them so they don't have to go yes. bothering They're anymore. Not- too much technology. Yeah, that's it. St- sitting there staring at screens all bloody day long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Darren, wh- what do you do these days? I build cars for a living. Yeah, right. So you've always been interested in the cars, oh. obviously, with Bob Jane. Yes. <laughs> yes, always been. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for calling in, Darren. I appreciate it, mate. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Darren, okay. And now on to the exclusive content that you're only going to get here on the Anadare podcast on the Listener app. This is really interesting, okay? So according to a recent study by Czech scientists, fish are becoming addicted to drugs like crystal meth because of people flushing their stashes down the toilet. How? I mean, how many people are doing this? If you think the great white sharks are bad now, <laughs> wait until they're coming at you for two bucks so they can catch the bus home or, or jacking your boat for... <laughs> For a crime spree, it is a pretty good effort uh, for a fish to get addicted to crystal meth because it's really hard to light a pipe when you're underwater, isn't it? You need that flame, don't you? In what is a you know quite a crazy experiment, the Czech research team put trout in a tank laced with ice for two months and then put them in clean water. Pretty flimsy research hypothesis. Hey, we need some crystal meth to see if these trout get addicted or not. Yeah, it's pretty important. Also, we're going to need a two-month supply. (laughs) Anyway, after the fish were put in the clean water, the scientists then gave them access to methy water again, and the fish always went 
for the meth, which proves that fish can get addicted to drugs. Why we needed to know this, I do not know. But also when they started bagging up the meth water and selling it to the other fish, that, that was a pretty quick giveaway, when they wouldn't go to sleep and they pulled apart the water filter just to see how it works. Again, I think they're addicted. It's a vicious circle too because if drugs in the water can make the fish addicted, then surely drugs in the fish could make people addicted. It's a theory, but if you eat a lot of meth-addicted fish, then you had to take a drug test for work, the fish could make you fail that test. It's possible, right? Not that I'm getting drug tested anytime soon, but look, certainly something to think about, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, Coming up for you, we're going to switch to something a little bit lighter than Matthew Fish. Yes, it is time to talk TV. My favourite subject, yes, television. It is my whole life. And I tell you what, as the streaming sites have come out over the last few years, it's made me. It really has. It's made me the person that I am. Remember back in the day, like you had to wait until the show came on at a particular time and then you had to sit through ad after ad after ad. And if you missed a show, so back when I was in you know, high school, I was, I was obsessed with Beverly Hills 90210, as everybody was in the 90s. And if you missed an episode... Well, tough luck. You missed it. You just, you couldn't rewatch it. It was never seen again. Oh, speaking of Beverly Hills 902, and I've got some good news for you about that particular show, actually. But first, I want to tell you what I've been watching this week. So I'm a bit slow to the party with this particular show. It came out on Stan, I think last year, uh, but there's a second season that's due to be released in November. And quite often, I won't start the first season of something if it's a new show until I know that there's another season coming. I, I don't like just watching one season of something and then it getting axed. So I didn't watch this show until the weekend. The Great is what it's called. It's starring Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, uh, Holt um, who is all grown up. He was actually, uh, fun fact, the young boy in the movie about a boy that came out years and years and years ago with Tony Collette and Hugh Grant. And he has certainly grown into a fine specimen. It is hilarious this show. If you like history, which I do, this is all about, excuse me, he's the Emperor of Russia and Elle Fanning's character, she is Catherine the Great who married, she was German, she marries the Emperor of Russia, becomes the Empress and of course she, you know, took him down and became the the leader of, of Russia. But this show, yes, it is historical, but it is not at all historically accurate. It is hilarious. Honestly, and the costumes and the setting, it's its wonderful. You have to watch the show. And, yes, good news, there is a season two coming later this year. So get on to that, The Great. It's on Stan. Now, I watched a doco on Amazon Prime on the weekend as well. It's called Val. You might have heard about it. I talked about it, actually, on the Triple M Gippsland breakfast show with Shane A, our movie analyst, who I talk to every Thursday morning on the show. Uh, So Val, Val Kilmer, the actor from Top Gun and played, of course, Jim Morrison in the Doors film, one of my favourite films ever made. I've watched that movie so many times. So Val has been filming his life for years and years and years. He's obsessed with cinematography and videography. He and his younger brother used to make movies when they were kids, etc. So he's got a storage unit full of all this video from his entire life. And he put it's, he's put it together. He's used all these old footage uh, to make this doco. 
and also explain where he's at now in his life. Now, he developed throat cancer a few years ago and had to have, uh, you know, chemo and radiation and thankfully he's cured of the cancer, but it's meant that he's lost he's lost his voice. So he's got one of those holes, the tra- I think they're called tracheotomy holes, uh, in his neck now. So obviously his voice is, you know, very, very different. And if you're an actor and you get paid to need your voice, that's going to be pretty tough on your career, isn't it? So you've got to watch this. Even if you're not that big of a fan of Val Kilmer, this is such a fascinating doco. So check that one out. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Val. And you know what? That's good. You can get a free I think you get a free seven days or maybe even 14 days with Amazon. So you could watch it and then flick it off if you want. Excuse me. And now also Paramount Plus has just launched this week in Australia. Now Paramount Plus is a combination of what was uh, 10, Channel 10 Australia, 10 Play and Paramount joined forces. They own each other. uh, And they've created this new streaming service, which, of course, I immediately (laughs) downloaded. Uh, It's got some good stuff on it. Uh, It has got the entire collection of US Survivor. Yay. It's also got all the Dexters, which is fantastic because, of course, there's a new season, season 10 of Dexter coming out. Excuse me later this year and keen as for that so you could go back and rewatch all season all nine seasons of Dexter if you want um it's got great movies it's got Top Gun it's got a quiet place uh, it's got all the eps of NCIS all the stuff you would have seen on Channel 10 and I just started watching just yesterday Arvo a show an Aussie show called Five Bedrooms which I think must have aired on Free to Wear 10 and now there's a second season of it on Paramount Plus. So season one and two are on there. I just started it. I love it. I, I, I love good Aussie shows and this one is a really good one. And apparently season three is in the making. So check it out. Paramount Plus, it's $8.99 for the month. So I say bargain. Having said that, though, I think we could now safely say I have about seven or eight Maybe more. I'm too scared to count up how many streaming sites I have and add up how much they're costing me a month. But if it's only 70 or 80 bucks a month, to me, that's money well spent. That only is 20 bucks a week. And my life is TV. So I'm all right with it. I don't need to know how much it's costing me. (laughs) All right. Well, that is TV talk or TV time. I haven't come up with a name for this segment yet. I I probably should, and I will, between now and next week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and, of course, tune in to my breakfast show. Have a good weekend. If you want more from Anna, make sure you catch her weekday mornings on Gippsland's Triple M. Also available on Listener.